for anyone whose parents told them to enunciate more, for anyone whose heart was broken when they didn't get the role they thought they deserved, for anyone who found their voice on stage in an unexpected way, for anyone who's ever been cast as the old person character over and over and over again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so us. <laughs> and you're listening to the Ramble Room. <clears throat> Wait, what? <laughs> you recording this whole time? Yep. Uh, hi, everybody. Sorry, I was just reading a Kickstarter pitch. Yep, for uh, Tin Can Bros. Go support them. Um, they're really cool and really great. And, uh, we love Tin Can Bros. And really Star hot. Kid. They're really hot. Is that what she said? Absolutely. I concur. All of them are hot. All of the Star Kids mm-hmm. and Tin Can Bros. are not, hot. Not a single one of them is ugly, and it's really annoying. Because it's like, you would think like one of them... You get that many friends together? Yeah, one of think, them has to be. You'd think one of them, they'd take one for the team and be like, I'm the ugly one, but... But they're, they're all attractive. They're all hot. It's really quite annoying. I'm sorry if you have no idea what we're talking about, but... Tin Can Roast Star Kid, no, look them up. Go on the internet and just... How about you, out? like, go on the internet for once in your life? <laughs> all right? How about you just go on the internet and start searching for shit, huh? Yeah, like we do. Isn't that what it's for, man? That's what I use Google all the time. <laughs> you have a story for us this I don't evening? I don't know. What do we even watch? <laughs> we watched Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Uh, did you ever have a mom that had <laughs> nah. a date with a vampire? No, yeah, I can't relate, but... Did you ever... Were you... Okay, I know I did. I'm pretty sure Caitlin did. Did you ever go as a vampire for Halloween? Yes, in fourth grade. I think it's like a universe. Like, you have to do it once. Yeah, it's a classic costume that you go as. Because you can just put red, like, drips on your chin and wear yeah. fake teeth. It's yeah. so easy. And then you wear some dress, some black colors. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's the easiest costume. I'm not going to be that this year for Halloween. <gasps> well, what else we could talk about? Since it is kind of a Halloween movie. Yeah, it what, is. What are we going to be for Halloween this year, Melissa? <laughs> Melissa and I well, actually decided to coordinate this year instead of just doing our own thing. Have you ever seen such a beautiful night? Which is what Ariana and I are going. We're going as that song. Yeah, I'm we're going be, as the song what dreams be, are made of. I'm going to be the first verse and chorus. Melissa is going to be the second verse and chorus. I'm going to be that part where it goes technicolor. And Angel's going to be the bridge. <laughs> and then we're going to make somebody John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> Which we could, we'll talk about that when we end up watching oh my that gosh. movie. Either way, we're going as Isabella and... I almost said Isabella and Gabriella, as if I'm going as Gabriella Montez and you're going yeah. as Isabella. <laughs> like Isabella Parigi. And you're going as Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Lizzie. <clears throat> oh, who are you going to believe? This, this boy, boy you are knowing your whole life? life? Or this boy who says, you shine, shine with the light, light from the sun? No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. What an incredibly non-offensive italian accent right <laughs> i'm sure italy was like what the fuck they probably went that sounds nothing like us <laughs> what the hell is she doing do you have a synopsis here's my one sentence pitch two kids set their mom up on a date with a vampire that's not even remotely accurate yeah i don't know it's not like they were intentionally doing it no they thought they were and then they they ended up not it was a whole thing this says the the, the non-one sentence says, the Hanson kids have major social engagements planned, but have all been grounded. So they are delighted when their mom gets a date. <clears throat> Although this is their mum gets a date. Anyway, enabling them to sneak out unnoticed. However, their delight is short-lived when Brother Taylor suspects her new boyfriend is a bloodsucker. Bloodsucker. 
Blood sucker. Um, I'm gonna Suck go. Suck in the blood till your blood runs out. Blood sucker. Blood sucker. Yeah. Thank you. I took no notes on this, and that's not a qualifier that it's a good movie, but it was. Um, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's the best one I've seen yet. Lies. What? I can't say it, but you know which one I'm thinking. Ariana, I I don't know. She, horse sense is. I didn't say it this time. It's fine, but I think the camera work in this movie mm, is that one shot was good. One. No, there were later, a couple. You were no watching. List. No, I was watching the whole thing. Don't you dare tell me I wasn't watching the movie. You were on your computer. You did not see some of the shots. I was editing photos. Exactly. I still looked up. I still saw the shit one where it was slow motion, everything, and then there was rock music playing. That was weird. Yeah, I'm aware. There, I didn't say it's perfect, but I'm saying, based on past cinematography in these movies, this was uh, okay. Also, I thought the acting, not from everyone again, but the acting of at least the main character, and of course the mom, because... Little bro, big bro, and mom were the... Well, I don't know. The vampire was pretty good, but that's also because he's like Max, mm. Max Sheffield from The Nanny. Yeah, he was okay. Maybe it wasn't that I thought he was a good actor. Maybe it was I was just attracted to him. That could also be. Really? Yes, I find him very attractive. Okay. But I also thought... So the movie opens up with a vampire... Like, movie. movie playing. And I thought that that vampire was attractive. Yeah, I didn't really think he was that cute. That's okay. We can have differing opinions on this. It's not the end-all, be-all. <laughs> no, I'm the same person. I'm just saying that's what my thought process is. is someone isn't hot until you, like, get okay. to know that person. If they're hilarious, I think sense of humor 100%. makes you way hotter. But but I would say at that point that they're sexy. Do you know what I mean? I mm, guess I don't I have guess. a cute. I don't have a cute... I either think you're hot or I'm like in love with you. You That's think my you're range. hot, but I'm sorry you're not exactly who you think you are. Okay. That's later. We're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Like okay, can just, we can cake can we go and get into this movie? <laughs> so there, we start the movie off with vampire. I was trying to and then we got on this whole tangent. So we start with this vampire movie. Right. And then we zoom out, realize that the main character, Adam, is watching vampire movies. A movie. vampire movie. And, and he his, loves vampires. And his little brother is like watching as well. Yeah, he's watching from behind the, ha- the couch because he's not supposed to be watching it. Tisk tisk tisk. And there's also the older sister Chelsea. She's was 16. that her name? Yeah, her name is Chelsea. Again, Ariana, I don't think you were fully paying attention because he says her name several times in the movie. I paid attention enough to know that the main character looks like Lucas Graybale, and that was yeah, it. yeah. Now, the main character is also Gary Giggles from Spy Kids 2 and Spy Kids 3. <laughs> In case you wanted to know. In case you were curious and know who the fuck Gary Giggles is. You don't remember Gary and Gertie Giggles? Gertie was Emily no. Osmond. How do you not remember this plot? Did you not watch the second and third was, Spy Kids? Was Emily Osmond the princess? The princess? We're on this table <laughs> too long again. Yikes. <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> We're going to be stuck on Gertie fucking giggles for five years. <laughs> I just am bringing that up because I thought he the kid looked familiar. At first, I thought it was a young Lucas Graybeal because he really does look like He looks like, like Lucas Graybeal. If you but, don't know who that is, that's Ryan from High School Musical. Or what's his name from Halloween Town? <laughs> Shit, what was his name? I don't know. I don't remember. He's in the later Halloween Town things, right? 
He, I don't know if he's in the second one, but he's definitely in high school. Also, the second one is coming up on our list of movies, and I'm excited. I, I think he's he's definitely in Halloween Town High. I don't know that he's okay. going to return to Halloween Town. Okay. Well, Calabar's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's watching this vampire movie. Uh-huh. It's very dumb. There's also the younger brother, Taylor. Which Adorable. We had mentioned he's also, also the younger brother and stepsister from Planet Weird. Yes, he is. And we also and loved him in that movie. And he sounds like the kid from Home Alone 3, Melissa pointed out, and, and yeah. has not left my I mind. I think his name is Alex D. Linz from Home Alone 3. He Alex has D. Linz. He has the same, like, scratchy voice. Rasp. I think they. it's probably because they were on the same age. Good call. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they just... Melissa here They just sound a, very similar. <laughs> a throat specialist. I have an IQ of 15. <laughs> That means she's really smart. Um, that means I'm really dumb. <laughs> if I think an IQ of 15 is super smart. Mine's too. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? It's better than one. <laughs> so Chelsea, the older sister, she also is dating this guy named Peter. And she's trying to talk to him on the phone. Yes. She's yelling at adam saying can you please turn off that movie or turn out down mm-hmm. the television because i'm trying to talk to peter very important things happening <laughs> then the mom comes in from work and she's like what the hell are you doing your brother's <laughs> behind the couch watching the tv with you she gets after taylor and says why are you watching this shit <laughs> <laughs> and she yells at adam for letting taylor watch that shit then she sends them upstairs to go do their homework and she tells chelsea to get off the phone too mm-hmm. so do they eat dinner? They eat dinner after. They go up because she asks Taylor if he wants to help her make dinner. And she sends the two older kids to go do their homework. Oh, that's right. So they're doing their homework. And Adam is supposed to be writing like a one-page essay, which is really easy, I got to say. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, a one-page mm-hmm. essay is so easy. However, if they tell you that it can only be one page... And you have like a sentence that goes over. Uh, That's a pain in the ass. Actually, that is true. To reword an entire paragraph. So that way you. Especially when essays typically are supposed to be double spaced, right? So you have this whole format thing that kind of ruins it if. But I think based on what he was writing, it looked like it was less than a single spaced. (laughs) Like the words were so cramped. (laughs) I'm like, I mean, I guess you could fit quite a bit on one page essay. So he's working on this and he stops working on it to look on his computer and he's researching vampires because he's obsessed with vampires. If you didn't catch that. And he's also reading a article in Us Weekly or something. I don't no, know. No, it's like the weekly something. It's but, some but it's, it's, type it's, of newspaper. It's supposed to be like the, what's that one? Like the bad apple. What is that called? Bad apple? You mean like the onion? The onion, thank you. What's a bad apple? An onion. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No. <laughs> well, he's reading this article about a vampire hunter named, what is it, Micah Malcolm? Van Helsing? Oh. Malcolm? Malachi. It's Malachi Van Helsing. All right. I was wrong. You were wrong. We were both wrong. Yeah. I was closer, though, because I got you to figure out that it was Malachi. Yeah. Are you sure? I thought it was Malcolm Van Helsing. It's Malachi Van Helsing. I have it written down. Then why the Freaking A, were you asking me? Because I wasn't looking down at my notes. You could have taken two <laughs> seconds and gone, 
it's Malachi Van Helsing. <laughs> Instead, you looked at me like, help me. I'm drowning. I'm suffering. Figure out the name <laughs> from the top of your head from the no notes you took. Well, it's not my fault you didn't take notes. That, but the fact that you didn't take notes, it's a wonder that you argue with me over what happened in this movie. <laughs> I got the brain of an elephant, baby. I was over the body of one. Well, he's getting distracted by, <laughs> by all this stuff. And the mom comes into his room. Mm-hmm. She mentions, hey, did you know your dad's getting remarried? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I guess he didn't want her to feel to feel weird or have this weird conversation with his mom. And Which we never see their dad. Yeah, but we don't need to see their dad. This That's isn't true. what the movie's about. And the mom, she's feeling kind of down about this whole situation. And it's actually kind of a sweet thing where her kids really do love her. I think this is a genuinely nice movie where the relationship between the mother and her children, like they're friends, you know? Yeah, it's not like a bad relationship. Like they're not trying to like... They're open with each other about how they're feeling and also she doesn't shut her kids out from her own insecurities because she's willing to talk to them about how Oh, I haven't dated anyone in a long time. And I'm kind of nervous about this. And her kids are, she listens to her kids too. Like she doesn't say, oh, your kids, you don't know anything. You know, I think their relationship is good. It's, it's healthy. So then they eat dinner and then it's the next day. Adam goes to school and we meet his friend Duffy, who Who's is freaking Bradley, the worst friend ever from Quince, <laughs> but who has very expressive eyebrows. Like Jesse yeah. Eisenberg. But I do like, he's like the complete opposite character in this movie. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole. I mean, well, no, I guess really he's not <laughs> but that he's much. But he's more of like kind of a slacker a little bit in this. So Duffy, I guess Duffy is still kind of a bad friend, just like how Brad was. Yeah. He's not a good friend regardless of whether or not he's trying in school or not. Basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just sucks as a friend all around. And sometimes he's a good student. Sometimes he's a bad student. Yeah. But he can never play a good friend. (laughs) And the whole point of this school scene, this is the only time we see Adam in school. The whole point of this school scene is so that Duffy can tell Adam. Invite him to the Zoomer concert. It's Headless Horseman concert. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Because it's it's like Halloween weekend. So there's all these events going on. What? Can you tell who watched the (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then you were sitting there going, oh, I was watching it. So you had your head in the, you had your head in the computer. That's the zoomer. Where did I pull that from? I don't know. So Duffy invites Adam to the Zoomer concert. Yeah, to the Zoomer slash Headless Horseman concert. It's Halloween weekend, so all of these things are going on. There's Harvest Festival, and what? What was their friend's name? Was it Boomer? Yeah, that's where I got Zoomer. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's Boomer, and the reason that Duffy has these tickets is his older brother bought them. So he's invited Adam. Adam's super excited, and then he goes home. Because they have, like, backstage passes, too. Right. Oh, we forgot to mention, also when he's at school, he's supposed to present his, like, one-page essay, and he didn't do it because he was spending too much time talking about vampires. (laughs) So he read word for word the Onion article on vampires, basically. (laughs) Yes, and then he gets in trouble, 
So he gets to he gets home and his mom basically grounds him because he's not trying in, in school. He's yeah. like not doing his schoolwork and she's like you can't have fun if you're not going to do your schoolwork. Like school should come first and you know, it's a good mom conversation. I've had many yeah. of those with our parents. Yeah. And so she she grounds him for this says you can't go to the headless horseman. He tries begging her, but then he finally kind of ex- sort of accepts defeat, which I kind of appreciate this portrayal in which Adam is not causing a scene. Like, he's mm-hmm. not having a temper tantrum. He just goes, okay, fine, and goes to his room. Yeah, but while he's, like, pleading and... Pleading? What the hell? Pleading and begging to, like, stay. His sister has, like... She's making snarky comments at her brother while he's getting in trouble. Yeah. And then... The mom's like, okay, you made, you make, she made another one. And she's like, okay, you're grounded too. So, and she's like, but mom, I'm a day with Peter. And their mom's like, I don't give a flying fart in space. You're grounded. Maybe you should have thought about that before. So now we have big sister, big brother. They're both like, we're grounded and we had plans. Right. Typical. So now he's, Adam's in his room. He's going through these, uh, I think he's just going through the newspaper and there's a section that's got like the classified ads. Yeah, it's kind of just like ads, but more of like a dating. It's like dating apps before there were dating apps. So it's like the classic film, Desperately Seeking Susan, if you've ever seen it. <laughs> anyway, he's looking through this newspaper and Chelsea comes in to his room and says, what are you doing? And he explains I think that if we find a date for mom, because she's been feeling kind of down and she's been feeling lonely, that it'll distract her enough that she'll forget she grounded us and we can just do whatever we want while she's out on her date. Sneak out. Do the whole thing. Be be regular old teens. (laughs) And Chelsea, she agrees. Yeah, she's down with this plan. (laughs) She wants to hang out with Peter. So Chelsea and Adam are down with this plan. They find... They they go through a couple descriptions of guys, and then finally they land on one where it's a guy who's debonair, suave, charming, likes long walks in the dark, <laughs> likes hate, alleyways, and hates Italian food. His name's Wolfbane. <laughs> His name's Wolfsbane. Wolf's or Wolf? I think it's Wolfsbane, which is even weirder than Wolfbane. But they they tell. I think there's like email addresses listed on there. So they use Adam's computer to send this Wolfsbane an email and say, hey, we want to set you up with our mom, but we don't want her to know that we're in on it. So meet us at the, I don't know, it's kind of like a quick mart store, like a grocery store. It says meet us there at eight and uh, and then you and my mom they- can have a date. So they're eating what, dinner. That's what Chelsea went in there to get. She went in there to get him for dinner. Oh, right. So then they go to dinner and the mother is talking to them. No. No. So that's so, right. so the, the brother's like, she's the sister says. Adam. Chelsea. Chelsea says to Adam, how are you going to get mom to go to the grocery store at eight o'clock at night? And he's like, just follow my lead. Right. So they're sitting at the table and it's really like sick and twisted because Adam literally goes, and the mom's like what's wrong and he says i remember when i was happy we would have pancakes in the morning and she's like i can make pancakes i have all the stuff here and he goes chocolate chips and she goes no and he goes i'm remembering 
When I was happy, we had chocolate chips. And Chelsea chimes in and says, yeah, I remember the chocolate chips too. Yeah, they're kind of cruelly manipulating their mother mm-hmm. because their mother's already down She's and out. She's a single mom. She's trying her best with and she three are, kids. Yeah, she already is feeling bad about the dad getting remarried and now adding this on top of it. And so they end up at the store because she says, oh, let's go get chocolate chips then. We'll go to the store. So then they're at the store, enters in a guy with a fucking fedora and a trench coat, and you're supposed to believe that this guy is the Wolfsbane dude. But it's a misdirect. But who else could it be than Lizzie McGuire's father? <laughs> yeah, it's Lizzie McGuire's dad, Robert yeah, Carradine. He's like stalking the grocery aisles. And they're like, oh, we have to find this suave, like, dude, dangerous, like, mysterious man. They go through the grocery store, start questioning random guys. Saying, like, Do you like Italian food? Yeah. Do you like Italian food? Do you like the moonlight? <laughs> Do you like uh, late nights and dates? And the one guy's got a cake that says happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wrong dude to be talking to. Yeah. But the mother... Uh, she bumps into another guy in the aisle while this trench coat man is wandering around the store. They bump carts. <laughs> Sounds sexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Dimitri is the guy's name who bumps into the mom. Dimitri is very charming. And he's, he's what? He's British, right? He's British in real life. I'm okay. pretty sure. Yeah, so he's talking to the mom. They're getting along and... Flirting. Right. Adam sees the man in the trench coat and he's says, like, that's got to be the suave dude. But Chelsea says, who cares? She's getting along with this Dimitri guy now. Let's just let her be with this dude. So Adam agrees. She's distracted either way. So who cares who the guy is? Mm-hmm. So then they're walking. They check out from the grocery store. And Dimitri comes on very strong and says to the mom, hey, I'd like to take you out for dinner tonight. Or is it tonight or tomorrow night? It's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. I'd like to take you out for dinner tomorrow night. And she says, oh, I don't know. And then I think mostly because she's motivated because of the whole her ex-husband getting remarried. She says, sure, okay. Yeah. And then... um, Before they leave the parking lot. They're in the parking lot. Little boy Taylor is watching Dimitri walk off. And he drops... First, Dimitri just throws his grocery bags, whatever he had on in the them. On the floor. On the floor in the alleyway. So he didn't really go in the grocery store for any real reason. Nope. That we know of yet. And then we get the worst CGI. I know we say this pretty much every movie, but every movie, it is the worst CGI. They need to just stop putting CGI in their fucking films. Yeah, honestly, it's true. And if they, you don't have the budget to make it good, just don't put it... I'm sorry. I'm not going <laughs> to... Well, he turns into a bat, <laughs> and this giant bat flies away, and it looks really bad, and Taylor's freaking out, probably because the CGI is so bad. <laughs> That's the real reason he's terrified. He's That's like, 100% the only reason. He's like, oh, shit, bad CGI. <laughs> yeah. That's his worst fear is bad CGI. That's my worst fear. <laughs> so I don't know why we keep watching these. So now Taylor knows that Dimitri's a vampire, and... Then that next day, while everyone's getting ready, the mom's getting ready for her date, and technically Chelsea and Adam are also getting ready to go out and do whatever they want while the mom's out. But Taylor keeps asking Adam different questions about vampires, and it's very cute. 
he's <laughs> he's like trying to get more info saying okay what happens to vampires prey and adam explains well they get put in a trance and the only tr- time trances are broken is when you know someone that they truly love is able to break them out of the trance so like true love saves it they go through that and it's foreshadowing <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i missed that whole entire plot point that's because you were looking at your computer while watching the movie you do this several times where you go that never happened in the movie and i'm like yes it did i wrote it down for a reason (laughs) you didn't write anything down and now you're arguing with me yeah i don't know why she was like yeah i'll do a podcast with ariana i don't know why that was a thought so then also while while this whole thing is going on at some point adam ends up going to meet up with duffy at a diner they're just talking and this is before it's like the evening when the mom's going on the date because at school duffy had told him hey i gave your ticket away and he's like what the hell is wrong with you so then he adam and duffy are talking in this diner booth and this is my one of my favorite types of jokes Mm -hmm. is when it happens a lot in arrested development where people will be having really intense conversation and then the camera slowly zooms out and reveals that there's someone else there or there's a big crowd there that's just silently watching them. And this moment happened where Adam and Duffy are talking about Boomer, who is the friend that Duffy gave Adam's ticket to. And they're talking about him and Adam says, I don't really like Boomer. I don't know why you would pick him. He's an idiot. He's a sophomore. We're not sophomores. <laughs> and then they zoom out and Boomer's sitting there at the booth with them and <laughs> listening to them talk about him. It's so funny. <laughs> it's literally my favorite kind of joke ever. <laughs> like, just talking about someone right in front of their face and they don't care. They just aren't paying attention or don't care. And you know how I know it's her favorite kind of joke? <laughs> she says it every time it happens in any movie ever. She'll look at me and go, oh, I love when that happens. When like two people are talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to go on with the whole freaking schmeal again. <laughs> I can't help it. It's my favorite thing. Because of the way my brain works, I have to, like, talk out every time I think of why it's funny. I have to reason with myself going, that's why it's funny. Well, anyway, so I just wanted to mention that scene. (laughs) Because then also Boomer does this whole thing where he tries, he convinces Adam to basically pimp out his older sister to him. They do that in um, Stranger Things. Yeah, but Mike Wheeler is a better brother because he goes, I'm not prostituting my sister. Which is a really funny line. (laughs) We didn't watch Stranger Things. Yeah, don't get me started on Stranger Things because I love that show. (laughs) That's another one I watch all the time. And Ariana, I mean, Ariana watches it a lot too, but specifically she'll go, you're watching this again? (laughs) Although I do that with a lot of shows. So Adam, in order to get the ticket back from Boomer, Boomer says, oh, well, I get a date with your sister then. Mm -hmm. So Adam agrees to this, goes home. Uh, Chelsea says, how did you end up landing the ticket again? And Adam says, it's a long story. I'll have to tell you later. Then we have that whole scene of Taylor questioning about vampires and saying to Adam, I think we should call Malachi Van Helsing because I'm pretty sure Dimitri's a vampire. And Adam says like shoots that theory down and says i of all people know about vampires more than you do and dimitri's not a vampire but taylor is not convinced and then they go downstairs dimitri's at the door they open the door chelsea and adam are talking to him and say 
well, why don't you come in the house? Rule number one, don't invite vampires into your house. They don't know he's a vampire. Yeah, but I wouldn't invite anyone into my house anyway. Are you like, why don't you wait out here? Or if I'm walking in the house, I look back and go, what are you doing out there? Because then they have to explain themselves and say, uh, I can't set foot in your house unless you invite me. And then that's when you go, that's suspicious. <laughs> right? I mean, I- is this a good technique or no? Listeners out there, what do you think would be the best technique for... All five of you. Um, <laughs> all five listeners out there, what do you think is the best technique for inviting but, vampires into your house or not? I think the thing is, is like, they have to be invited in. So if you turn around and say, what are you doing? They're going to go, oh, I was just being polite, waiting for you to invite me in. And then, mm. and then I feel like being me, I would feel like a terrible person be like oh my gosh yeah of course come on in i guess yeah (laughs) so that (laughs) shot your theory down (laughs) sure i guess it just it was very dramatic of him entering in the house it's always dramatic when you know it's a vampire (laughs) it's also a movie mel it's a form of drama so then dimitri's waiting for the mom the mom is taking forever and then adam and chelsea go upstairs and mom is freaking out she doesn't know what to do she hasn't dated in a long time. She hasn't really even thought about kind of moving on with her life in that kind of way before. And she's scared to get back out there. But her kids give her this nice little pep talk. Even if it's for ulterior motives, it's still a nice talk that they have with their mom. Yeah. They're like encouraging her and saying, just be yourself. You'll be fine because you're awesome. And we love you. And even if the date doesn't go well, we'll still be here. Yeah. It's really sweet. Even though they're just trying to get their mom out of the house. <laughs> so the mom and Dimitri... Go to a restaurant. Yeah. And and while they're down there, before they leave the house, Dimitri says to the mom, I thought we'd go to dinner on Main Street and then we could go for a carriage ride. And the mom says, or we could go to the Harvest Festival. She really wants to go to the Harvest Festival. Which the... The son goes, no, or no. It's, it's both of them. They're like, I think no, both because they want to go to the Harvest Festival. With the one girl is meeting Peter. Chelsea's meeting Peter there. Yeah. And he's meeting the Duffy and Duffy his brother and Boomer to go to the concert. Right. Eventually they leave. They go to dinner. But Taylor is worried. So Taylor leaves on his bike. He ends up finding the restaurant that the mom and Dimitri are at. But Chelsea and Adam realize Taylor's missing, Mm -hmm. and now they have to go find him, (laughs) and they're pissed off. And then we get that weird, like, I don't know what, it's like a heavy metal guitar. Yeah, I don't know why they did this, but they, they, while Taylor's, like, perusing downtown, he's moving in, like, a really slow motion shot. Slow motion with like these very aggressive electric guitars just and it's like what is happening i don't know somebody took acid right before that scene i don't know (laughs) what they thought i'm not sure what's happening either so while that's happening we also cut back to we're now kind of introduced to malachi van helsing's character Mm -hmm. and he's at the a car lot and talking to the owner of the car lot or like a car salesman and questioning him, saying, was there a man here who recently bought a really expensive car? We didn't even talk about the fire That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's when this happens, is at the car lot. So he takes out oh. this, like, rock 
<laughs> it's like a, I don't know what exactly is going on. It's almost like it's charcoal. Yeah, it's, it's like a weird powdered, but yeah, he stomps it out and then it becomes powder. And then he, <laughs> he like throws it onto the footsteps of the vampire and it lights on fire. It's so dumb. And I don't know what the purpose of it was. To show that there are ways to track a vampire. I don't know. It if was, anyone knows logistics, I'm no vampire expert, but if anyone knows the logistics of what he did with those footprints, please let us know. Yeah, because we know that there's <laughs> at least one out of those five that is a vampire expert. <laughs> expert. I know one of our, f- our five listeners is a vampire expert. That I know for sure. Then we cut back. Taylor has now found the mom and Dimitri's restaurant that they're eating at, but Chelsea and Adam have caught up to Taylor as well. And they're saying to Taylor, listen... I don't know what's going on with you, but you can't just run out of the house. You're a child. And Taylor says, mom is on a date with a vampire. And they're like, <laughs> okay, you've been watching too many TV shows. Right. And Chelsea kind of blames Adam and says, see, this is what happens when you let him watch those shows. Yeah. So then Adam's like, okay, I'll <clears throat> take care of it. Well, yeah, because they, they show up at the, the restaurant, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> and and then, did you already say that? Yeah. Sorry. Um. So then Adam's like, Okay, I can prove that he's not a vampire. There's so, a test. Yeah, he's like, so if we, if I prove that, will you agree to go back home and go to sleep and just like let the babysitter watch you? And Taylor's like, yeah, I'll agree if you can prove that he is not a vampire. Sure. So they go in the restaurant. First, the mom's worried because her two, two of her kids have shown up. And Adam says, don't worry, mom. Taylor just wanted to see you because he's worried and he thinks that Dimitri's a vampire. And then Dimitri looks at Taylor like, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then they uh, they kind of playfully do this thing where Adam says, hey, Dimitri, play along with me. Mm-hmm. And Well, he doesn't say it. He says it with his eyes. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying is he's kind of hinting at the fact that if you just do this, then we can get Taylor to go home and drop his yeah. whole thing. And so Dimitri comes up with the spoon test, which is if a vampire tries to balance a spoon on their nose, they burst into a million pieces, basically. Yeah. So then he does it. So then Taylor is sort of convinced. Okay. He's sort of put at ease and says, okay. And Adam and but- Taylor go, all right, let's go back home. And on their way out of the restaurant... There's a mirror next to, like, the front door of the restaurant. And Adam, when he looks in the mirror, sees that no one is sitting across from his mother. There's no reflection, baby. There's yeah. no reflection He turns back. He sees Dimitri. He goes to the mirror. There's no Dimitri. He's freaking out. And he realizes, Taylor is right, that Dimitri's a vampire. Yeah, but he's not going to tell Taylor that. Mm, well, no. He just kind of goes, let's get out of the restaurant. They bring Taylor back home, and he's being watched by Tiffany, this babysitter, and then Chelsea and Adam go out to try and help their mother. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Trudy, but you can just call me Trudy. And you're listening to QVCH as an NBC ABC DFJ. <laughs> Trudy, I love it when you do that. It's really funny growing on me clearly when i stopped doing it you had the issue you better let you had breakdown i know i don't ever want to lose it like that again Trudy. you understand are you checking your pulse what are you doing um i 
Are you okay? Are you dying, Trudy? Do I need to call the ambulance? I thought for a second that might be because a little uh, nerve got pinched in my neck and it oh hurt gosh. very bad, but it's okay. We're good now. Trudy, do you have a product for me? I do have a product for you. Don't scare me like that ever again. I'm so sorry. My product is a new, never before heard of product called a vacuum. A who what now? A vacuum. What does it do? It sucks things. Just like a mouth. Just like a butt. It's a vacuum. It sucks up things. Sucks things up. I'm sorry. Trudy. It makes this sound. Trudy, we glossed over something. I guess that was more of a slur, but what? We glossed over something. Your butt sucks things up? You never sucked things up your butt? No. What the fuck, Trudy? Have you been living a life? Yes. Oh my gosh. Trudy, you need to get out more. You suck things up your butt? How is it? Sure. The, the physics of that doesn't make sense. It actually makes a lot of sense. Your butt can suck up things. Like Just, what? I don't know. Uh, Lemons, limes, cherries, berries, <coughs> geese, moose. Who knows? You could suck up anything up there. Up your butt? Sure. Why not? But your butt There's is not a product. No, there is no limit or boundary as to how far your butt can go. So what you're saying is it's really just a case of how much wood would a butt suck suck if a butt suck could suck wood? Absolutely. Ask not what your butt can suck for you, but what you can suck for your butt. So what does this vacuum do exactly? It sucks up things like trash, like children's heads, like hair, like hair on children's heads. It sucks up all kinds of things. It helps you clean your house is the basic point of it. And children are dirty. Which is why you brought them up. Not a murder thing. It's purely for cleaning oh, purposes. Oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with murder. Just, just you know, kids, uh, they roll around in mud and dirt. And then they come into the house and all the crumbly little pieces of mud drop off onto your carpet. And then you then gotta the, vacuum got to vacuum that up. They got the sticky hands. Yes, I understand. Yeah. So how much are we selling this for? Um, I don't know. There's no price yet. You didn't do your research? You're always getting, Oh, Trudy, you didn't do your research? No. Now it's your turn. How much no, did Trudy, it, does the product fucking cost? Trudy, if you ever speak to me like that again, that amount of disrespect, I am the only one who gets to talk to you with disrespect. Uh, uh, that's in our contract. Apologies. Exactly. Now, what I was going to say is that there's not enough research. This is a very new product. I'm going to go ahead and say it's about $4,500. It's not terrible. No. For something that sucks up everything? Now, the only thing is, it's like... It could suck up an entire house if it wanted to. The problem is, if my butt already sucks, what is the purpose of the vacuum? I, my, I got the butt for free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but sometimes that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't know. I've never tried to suck anything up my butt. I really should try. You gotta live your life, Drudy. Then then you'll come to understand that there are certain things that vacuums suck up that you just prefer not to suck up with your butt. Okay? All right. It's as simple as that. I don't and, know. Um, what? Can they get this product at backslash Drudy Trudy? Or is it not there yet? Is, do they have to get it off the catalog? Oh, you can get it at our website. All right. Good. Good to know. Don't worry. I made sure of that. All right, should we go back to the podcast nice. or what? I think so. We'll talk about this butt sucking later. No, we won't. We, talk, we have other things to talk about, Drudy. You're right. Like. Don't say it on yes. air. Don't say it on air. It's hard not to. I understand. Just go back. Go back to back the podcast. Back to the podcast. 
Okay. While <laughs> before, like between the break of the Drudy Trudy commercial and then this, I was looking up if you actually can suck certain things up your butt. And, you know, there's certain things where it's like, technically, yes, because if you put something in your butt, your the muscles gonna... in your butt, the sphincter will like pull it in. But this person said, is it possible for a butt to suck liquid through a straw on Reddit? <laughs> and then someone below commented, you can even eat through your butt, but you'll poop out your mouth. <laughs> Funniest, funniest response ever. <laughs> you know what? You can even eat through your butt, but you'll poop at your mouth. So I don't know. It's just, it's just the reverse. Yeah, it's just reverse digestion. You know. Okay. Anyway, we're back and we're gonna speed run the rest of this. Let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> so Taylor is at home. Tiffany, the babysitter, who is the worst babysitter, is watching Taylor, who sits on the phone and just says, "Totally, totally, awesome. Yeah, totally, totally." Yeah, she She's doesn't terrible. have many lines, but Malachi, who has basically, through his super investigative skills, figured out what house the vampire has gone to. He calls. Taylor calls. Oh, that's right. I forgot. So Taylor had called Malachi, but he hadn't answered the phone. It's not just his powers of investigation. He was literally right. called and said, hey, the vampire's <laughs> that's right. taking my mom out. That's right. So he goes to the house because Taylor has called him saying, "Uh, there was a vampire and they're taking my mom out for a date. So then Malachi comes over to the house my first thought is, why is Tiffany not suspicious that there's a man in a trench coat and a fedora? He's like a 35, 40-year-old man that's just standing there talking to Taylor. And Taylor's like, oh, I invited him. And it's like, where the hell did you meet this it's old like, dude? No, it's and then she says, Taylor, it's time for you to go to bed. And she kind of looks at the guy at she Malachi. she just goes back to her conversation on her phone. Yeah, it's almost like she's saying, you're a vampire hunter. And... And that's it. I don't know. It was just kind of a weird scene because yeah. in real life, wouldn't you be like, why is there a fucking man in the house? Yeah. Get him out of here. <laughs> Go to bed. 100%. Malachi reassures Taylor that he's going to fix this and he's going to go find the vampire and keep his mom safe. Well, Taylor's not completely 100% trusting of Malachi. So he sneaks into the back of Malachi's car. You know, kidnaps himself. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to be helping Malachi out searching for the mom. Yeah. Meanwhile, the mom and Dimitri, they get done with dinner, but Chelsea and Adam have come back to follow them. So then they go dancing and they go to this club. Chelsea waits outside while Adam goes in. And Adam, <laughs> he goes up to the band of the nightclub who are playing live music and he whispers something to them. And I joked with Ariana that it was like Aquamarine where he was requesting Island in the Sun. <laughs> and what he's really doing is trying to get his mom away from Dimitri in the nightclub. He's scared that he's eventually going to put her into a trance. The way he gets her away is by telling the band that there's a woman in here. Apparently the mom is... Like a fairly well-known local singer, right? So, <clears throat> the club, she used to go there with her... Her friend. Her husband. Oh, her husband. Okay. And her and a group of girls would sing cowboy blues or something. Yeah, something like, like that. Like that. And so... She's well-known at the she's club. She's well-known at the club. Like, the, it's like back in the old days when, right. when we weren't very popular, there were these girls that would come sing these songs. So, the, the son knows this and tells the band about it. 
and the band's like, oh, we hear that there's an old woman <laughs> who sang cowboy blues. And the mom is like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't believe they remember me. And So she goes up there and starts singing. It's actually really sweet that mm-hmm. the son knows this about his mom and is cheering her on. Yeah. But he's also trying to, like, protect his mom. So he goes over to a bouncer in the club and says, you see that guy over there? He's been stalking my mom all night. And I'll leave this club because the bouncer says, you're a child. You need to get the heck out of here. (laughs) But he says, there's a guy stalking my mom. I need him to leave first and know that my mom's okay. So he gets Dimitri kicked out of the club. Chelsea's in the back alley waiting for Adam to come back out. But instead, it's Dimitri who's thrown out. And then another stupid CGI thing happens where he walks onto the wall to sneak back into the nightclub. Because it's vampire powers, apparently. He can walk on the wall. <laughs> it's really bad. They took... It, it took maybe two minutes for them to get his body to shift angles to walk up the building. Yeah, it was it was too long and very It was really slow bad. special effects. <laughs> special is one word for it. Yeah. So he gets back into the club. Chelsea's freaking out. Adam comes back out and Chelsea tells him that... Dimitri went back into the nightclub. Now they have to follow them again, right? They yeah, follow so them to the back. Harvest Festival. So when he gets kicked out of the club, he like runs into their pi- their bikes and then he right. just like... Oh, that's right. Screws them up. Like, yeah, he, he like breaks bends, them or something. That's right. He bends their bikes. So then when they go to leave, they can't follow them, follow him on the, follow them on the bikes. So then they have to call... Duffy and yep. his older brother who's driving and the car. And Boomer. And they're to all go in, see Zoomer. They all know that the mom and Dimitri, they're going to the Harvest Festival. Well, they, they just guess. Yeah, because Chelsea, Chelsea says something to the effect of, well, he'll just go wherever mom wants to go because he wants to keep her in his good graces. Yeah, so then they're like, well, where would mom want to go? And they both look at each other and like, Harvest the Harvest Festival. Festival. So they head over to the festival Duffy's brother's driving. Then we finally get it revealed that Adam agreed to basically pimp out his sister to Boomer. Mm -hmm. And Chelsea's super upset, rightfully so. She runs away, but then Adam runs after her and Boomer says, hey, we had a deal. And he's like, not anymore. And he hands hands him him the the ticket. ticket. And then he runs after his sister. He apologized to her. And what I liked about this, it's not really that great writing, great of writing. Um, By any means of the word. <laughs> it really isn't. And maybe not the best acting either. But still, the scene... But Melissa says it's a great movie. No, I think it is a pretty good movie. But the writing and acting sucks. No, only in certain scenes. I think that the main kid actor is very good. I think he's a very good actor. He doesn't overdo everything like right. freaking Duffy, Duffy does. Let's not dwell on it. Continue. I'm just saying. I like this scene because it's quickly resolved this sibling tiff yeah normally you'd have sibling tiffs where it's like drawn out and there's this long fight but most sibling arguments last about five minutes and then they're done so yeah so then chelsea and adam just agree okay let's just move on from this i am sorry i forgive you they go and find the mom but dimitri ends up scaring off Adam and Chelsea. He says, if you keep following me, I will literally kill both of you. (laughs) And then Dimitri puts the mother in a trance and convinces her to go back to his lair, 
or his, you know, giant mansion. Humble bird. <laughs> and also while this is happening, Taylor and Malachi are bonding as they're driving around. <laughs> And they come to the conclusion that, okay, well, we don't know where your mom and Dimitri are at, but we do know where Dimitri would go as the vampire after he puts your mom in a trance. He'd go back to his lair or his house. So they kind of, both teams come to this conclusion and go to the house. Taylor and Malachi get there later. So Chelsea and Adam are first there. They go into the house. And they decide that what they're going to do is blackmail Dimitri by throwing his coffin into the lake because he can't get go into the water or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> they're like, okay, what's what's a coffin's like phone? Is that what they said? Yeah, because... Or a he, vampire's phone? Yeah, he had compared it to when he blackmails Chelsea by taking her phone away or whatever. Right. So what is to a vampire as a phone is to a teenager? Oh, his coffin. So they naturally, <laughs> naturally. So they throw the coffin out the window and then slide it down all these back backyard steps <laughs> and push it into the lake that's behind his house. And they decide this is a good idea. <laughs> and this is when Malachi and Taylor show up, right? Well, Malachi and Taylor, I think, have shown up at this point, but they haven't gone into the house yet because first. The mom and Dimitri come into the house. The mother's in a trance, so she's not going to do anything. She's just standing there. But Dimitri realizes he smells Adam, which is a weird sentence. Nice and creepy. Yeah. He goes upstairs, sees his coffin is gone, and screams really loud. Then comes to the backyard, and Adam tells Chelsea to hide. So yeah. she goes and hides in some bushes. And then he hops out onto the coffin and pushes himself out into the lake and says to Dimitri, hey, if you let my mom go, I'll come back on shore and give you your coffin back. But then Dimitri, obviously being a supernatural character, realizes Chelsea is hiding. So he quickly zooms over and grabs her and says, well, now I have your sister and your mom. So you either come back from the lake with my coffin or both your mom and sister are toast. So Adam now has to come back from the lake. They set his coffin back up in his house. And then I think this is when Malachi comes into the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had given Taylor like a bag of garlic <laughs> and said, hold on to this and don't leave the car. <laughs> it's really stupid. It's like the Chuck stay in the car thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Malachi comes into the house. He tries to defeat Dimitri. They try to like, they have this little standoff. But Dimitri's, once again, a supernatural creature, and they're underestimating his powers as a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so he crushes Malachi with a door. <laughs> and then as he's like, I think he's getting ready to bite someone. Who's he going to bite? Is it Malachi? It's the mom or Chelsea. Okay. I don't, he's trying to bite someone on the floor, but Taylor ends up walking in and hits him on the back of the head with a wooden stake. And does it several times, and he's like, hey, you, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't Adorable. know how effective this is, but it's real cute. And finally, Dimitri turns around. So now Dimitri's pissed off because this little eight-year-old is hitting him on the back of the head with a wooden stake. He turns around, and Adam is egging him on, saying, hey, don't pick on the eight-year-old. Why don't you, you're really that lame? Like, why don't you pick on someone 
more worthy. Right. And kind of calling him out or mocking him. And this pisses off Dimitri. So he's getting ready to like bite both Chelsea and Adam at the same time. And Chelsea and Adam are screaming for their mom. Mom, mom, please. And they do this a little too long. <laughs> like most things. <laughs> like most endings of these movies, it goes on a little long. And then finally the mom gets out of the trance because as stated before, when I said there was foreshadowing, when someone's in a vampire's trance, the only thing that can break it is the cry of someone who truly loves them. True love's kiss. <laughs> True love's cries. <laughs> Yikes. So the mom breaks out of it and she pushes Dimitri back into his coffin. And this is the dumbest part of the movie. It's a slow motion scene, but goes on for so long. The slow motion is them pushing him into the coffin. All of them sitting on top of the coffin so that he can't get out. And then Malachi comes in with like a silver drill gun and starts shooting silver platinum nails into the coffin so that he can't get out of the coffin. <laughs> but it's all in slow motion and it's really bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Then once this is done, the family asks Malachi, okay, what are you going to do with the vampire? He says, oh, I'll ship him off to Finland where it's always sunny. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. And then like, doesn't isn't the mom and Malachi like... Yeah, they start, yeah, they start to have this little thing where he... She says something about, well, we never got that chocolate chip pancake breakfast. Yeah. So then they invite him and Malachi says something like, oh, is this a date? And both Chelsea and Adam say, no, no, don't ever say date again because they're traumatized. traumatized. But the mom says, well, I'll date still, but just not vampires. <laughs> then they all laugh and then it ends in a fucking freeze frame, which ugh, I just go, Why? Why a freeze frame? It happens so much. So many freeze frames. I don't know why it's a thing. I don't know. We really should have kept a counter of that. It's overdone. It happens in plenty of non-Disney Channel movies, too. And even then, sometimes I go, why a freeze frame? Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, my mom's got a date with a vampire. What My moral of the story is... Don't pimp out your sister. <laughs> My moral of the story is um, don't brush off little kids just because they sometimes say weird things. Because your mom might actually have a date with a vampire. No, like don't underestimate a little kid, like their opinion. Oh, sure. Because that happens too often where it's like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just a little kid. But like, yeah, where you don't they value do. them. They have a value. They have a purpose. They have. Yeah. You know, their own thoughts and opinions and feelings. It's true. True that. Real short and sweet morals of the story. See you next week. Bye. Yeah.